Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Stabcast, the Sun's Protective Attack Brigade Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Tim Lord Baelish Hannon with Ben Grandmaster Fowler and Ryan Roos Bolton Stolowski. Will Carl Drogo Heim and Daisy Targaryen, first of her name, long may she live, has crossed the Great Seas to go live in the Red Springs. Uh, we will see them soon. Welcome. I'm pretty sure Daisy may have eaten Will's face on the floor of a Motel 6 on their journey. Hey, I don't know. Food um, is food. I saw the photos. I have confirmation of life. No, oh, Will okay. was out of those photos. <laughs> there Daisy it is. So. <laughs> I mean, as long as we like, we can fill a hosting spot, that's fine. Finding a good producer <laughs> is tricky business in this industry, everyone. Uh, my exact quotes were, Will, does Daisy travel well? He's like, oh, absolutely not. So I think most of it was lots of yelling across Whoa. the plains. Um, yeah. At one point, I did ask Will, "Did your oxen die?" And you now stranded somewhere in Kansas. He's like, "No, but why does anyone live in Kansas?" So, guys, no. I don't know if you yeah. live in Kansas. Your listeners, Will does not I, like your. Stuff, I don't think so. they really nope. do. I think they just kind of got blown into there and they just kind of stayed, like basically yeah. on the edges. Yeah, I mean. But the conversation came right behind that. It was like, oh, wait till Will gets to Nebraska. So I don't oh, know what God. happened in the Nebraska side. That's of worse. <laughs> it's so much worse. There's more corn. <laughs> this week on the 129th episode of the Stabcast, we went to Florida. Some of us, some of us went to yeah. Florida and uh, and played some games. It was a good time. All, All of us were supposed to go to Florida, so you know. Uh, let me go ahead and start my rant right there now. It is. Yeah, there sorry, it is. There go it ahead. Is. I gave it to you. It, uh, to be fair, it has been a minute since we've had a, you know, yeah, looking you, for you sponsor should... here, Ben excuses, <laughs> you know, tirade. So. Uh, but I did have many questions of where's Ben? And it was because everything was supposed to go, but I felt in my gut of guts, something's going to go wrong today. I could feel it. So I, so I packed my bags. Everything is ready to go. It's in the car. This is the last day of spring break. We're sending about 98th graders to uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, like they're going to go do the colonial side. Then, like, so I also have a principal's meeting that day. I'm not real sure why they're scheduled on the Friday when kids are trying to be antsy and try to leave, but oh, whatever, it's fine. We're going to deal with it. I My plane flight leaves at like 5.30. I get a message somewhere about noonish that has been delayed to 6. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to stay until the last kid is off the bus because if something goes wrong, I'm the only one who's actually in town. My boss and my dean of students are, are both not actually physically in town. So, like, I'm going to stay just to be safe, but it should be fine. Shouldn't be a problem whatsoever. We're hanging out, taking care of the stuff. I'm like, good, good. Guys are all fine here. Everyone be cool. I actually make an announcement at 7.40 in the morning. All right, students, just a reminder. Today is a normal day. Today, all the <laughs> rules still apply. Dress code, behavior. In fact, I have such high expectations for you. I think we can make it till 2.45 and have ourselves a great day. Like I'm saying everything I can to be like, be cool, people. You're Everybody, putting, just be trying cool. to put it out into the universe. You're trying to manifest <laughs> yes, your vacation. Just, I'm just manifesting like we're all gonna be fine here. Nope. So like I said plans leave at four o'clock, three thirty eight. I get a phone call. There's been a fight on a bus. Okay, cool. I can take no, care of that. No, That's not a big on. deal. That can to, wait. To be fair, you did say you just had to make it at two forty five. So you did manifest it. This is true. This is true. But I thought the kids would be cool enough to be cool on the bus because we don't normally have a ton of bus issues. But 
So two kids get on a fight on a bus. Fine. I can deal with that. That's actually be taken care of later. I'll get them to get the bus video. Everyone's off the bus. You know, it's the end. Like the kids got delivered. No, 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 no. A parent decided to step on the bus, uh, possibly threaten some children. Uh, they stepped off the bus. Yeah. And so now it becomes a police issue. And so I spent the next four hours dealing with that. So needless to say, I missed my plane flight because it definitely left at six o'clock. And I kept – by the time I got done, it was 8.45 when I had talked to all the people I had to talk to, written up all the statements that I had to write up, contacted everyone I had to contact. And I was like, it's uh, – all right. So I, I haven't eaten at all. I mean I had breakfast that morning. So let's go see if I can't – you know, a protein shake I think for lunch. Let me see if I can't figure out what I can go do here. If I pull an Alpaz and I leave at that very moment, <laughs> I can make it to Orlando yeah. by 4.30 a.m. Yeah, and Alpaz would have it done is it. possible, and he would have. Yeah. Done Alpaz it. would have done it. You're right. and he is much more of a man than I am. Just going to flat out call it what it is. And he would but... have built three models and painted two and a half of them on the way. <laughs> True. <laughs> While holding the glue in his mouth, so occasionally the fumes would go up his nose. Yeah. So all these things are true. I mean, between that and the trucker speed, that's how he would have gotten there. <laughs> but I knew that I had had a super long day. And I knew there's no way I'm going to make it there and then want to get up to go play four rounds on, on Saturday. And so I was like, I, I'm just not going to make this thing. All the plane flights are going to be $800 and not arrive until late Saturday night or Sunday morning. Because I don't think – I think I paid like 140 bucks for the flight. But it was one of those – it's a legion. It arrives when it arrives. You know, normally like a Monday, Friday, Tuesday, You'll Thursday. You'll get there, there. You question mark? The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I mean, yeah. So I was like, oh, son of a biscuit. I was so mad. I was so mad. Um, I really was. Like it, it just irritated the bejesus out of me. And my boss is apologizing, but you know, someone has to say, take care of those things. Like that is the nature of the job. Because if I had not taken care of it, it would have just spiraled out of control for the next four days until I returned. And then I would have been on the news, and then I wouldn't be on this podcast, or I'd be on this podcast a lot because I wouldn't have a job. So, <laughs> you, you know how those things are. Now, I will tell you the list that I had packed and in my bag ready to fly with me, because I do actually like the list, and Ryan did not. And so I think nope. it may at least have a little bit of interesting conversation. I, uh, I, the list I, I titled, liked the list. I didn't like a few of the things you did with it. That's all. You didn't like most of the things I did with it. You sent me I, back a list that was, in fact, not this list. <laughs> Your revision completely gutted half the things I had in my list. So wow. my list I entitled Universal Grievous's Halloween Horror Night. Because the idea was Grievous was going to be horrifying. Uh, it's Grievous, up close and personal, aggressive. Learned my lesson the last time. The DT Annihilator. Uh, T-Series Tactical with Commanding Presence. B-1 Battle Droid with a PK-Series Worker. That's right, people. I was bringing a heal robot to this thing. Good I job. Was. We're finally getting to you. We're getting there. Uh, I had three B-1s with E-5Ss. Two B-1s with uh, rockets. Two IG-100 Magna Guards with RPS Protector into the fray was my list there. I really debated experimental droids. I kept making lists. I just didn't know it well enough. Just be honest. I just didn't know it well enough. I had the models to make it work. I, I mean, I did, but I just didn't feel like I knew the thing. And is uh, like the gameplay in my head. A lot of the stuff online, droid chat, God bless you. There's a lot of conversation of you do nothing for the first round or two or three, mm -hmm. because then you have all of those tokens to spend. Yep. When you get into yep. round three. Exactly. So, but honestly, that. like that's the way a lot of like I don't know about Tim's experience. That was a big part of the meta game for me this weekend. Was every we're just gonna sit back for a couple rounds and do stuff, sh shuffle some pieces. I mean, I just this list was something I had I had previous experience with. Is Grievous, which I played in my last tournament two weekends ago. 
like I said, and I had the points to make it all work. That's only seven ninety three, so it's likely going to get me the bid for most of that weekend. I was mixing up some of my objectives. I was playing Long March, Rollout, Major Offensive, and Disarray, which you know I've done before, but I really like Disarray. I just I just do. Ooh. It's a lot of fun for me. Um, you can do Grievous and the Magnus on one side, and the T series right. and the B ones on the other, and just go to, go to town on whatever it is. I was playing key positions, recover, payload, and breakthrough. Okay, yeah. I I know that sounds crazy, but it's enough bodies in there to just gum up the works. Yeah, and you can absolutely. Do a lot of stuff yeah, as long as you can fortify early, like we, I just yep. talked about, you can just throw bodies at the center KP and on the on the end of the game and be fine. And I'm playing. For, I mean, for me, payload is something I always worry about, but you know, you have enough stuff in that thing. Yeah, you really no, do. No payload. Payload's good. Your mags don't hate payload. B ones love payload. Um, the only thing that doesn't really like payload is your T series, but yeah, it, I mean that's really it. But you just try to stay. I mean, with commanding presence, that all that helps. It does. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can just stay just slightly out of range there. But all the rest of it, that's it. I, I felt I felt yeah. I liked the list a lot. My big um, issue with your first draft of this list, because this was not your first draft that you sent us over. It was not my first draft. Was you had like. Almost 20 points of just command upgrades on Grievous, which I did not particularly care for. I think you had also you, vigil, like aggressive tactics and vigilance. So um, the list did originally start as a double vigilance list. It did. I really am telling T-series. you. Like that, I, like, that's actually, I like vigilance on Grievous. I love it. I, part of it's for Grievous. because Again, I died in two punk ways in my last <laughs> tournament. And sure. I know you shouldn't be reactionary. But yeah, I was being reactionary. Yes. So, so let, let's, let's talk about this then. Um with Vigilance on Grievous, you don't – your T-Series cannot give out a dodge token. It can just give out surge tokens, correct? Just surge tokens, yes. So how are we getting our dodge tokens on Grievous? So Grievous has one Is command it... card that absolutely gives it to him. Yep. Um, you, you you normally last first him, so you're probably going to pick one up when you go to shoot. Okay. At the so end you... of turn two or turn three. So you know, you use your up close and personal. Okay, so we don't have one turn, turn one to start the chain. Yeah. Unless again, you're going to slow probably, down and take a dodge action, but I don't right. think Grievous is slowing down. Uh, it depends on the, on the the way the table gets set up. Because payload, you have a good bit of time for you actually have to rush into your payload. And if I'm playing payload, he's going to be the offensive side of that. So oh, you do have a little bit of time. Because Grievous payload. can run run pretty quick. Um, it depends on the, on the setup. Again, now I'm, I'm not trying to play reactive to my previous tournament experience, but I had sure. time to, to, to get him wound up before we get into it. I just don't think you're going to get as many dodge tokens out of vigilance because like you don't have a way to, to fuel it because if you're counting on just the one from up close and personal, it's timing is goofy because if you've got up close, you kind of want to attack early to get the dodge token on grievous. Cause if you do is the last act, then he only has it for one activation. Um, and, or if you, and if you do do it early, you're probably going to end up spending it before the end of the round, meaning vigilance doesn't do you anything. Does that make sense? It I just does, don't think I don't I, think there's enough dodge tokens to justify the twelve more points on on Grievous. So I'm glad you talked yourself because out vigilance of it. is too expensive. It should be ten points. I well, ten points would be nice. Uh, part of it's for the Magna Guards, to be honest. Sometimes it's not for him. Yep. Um, Magna Guards are the other things you're, you're giving out those tokens for because they can hold on to it. Yep. I didn't go in with Protector because I do like Guardian. I mean, I, I like Guardian on him and be able to soak up crits is always very nice. Just in case you end up in a weird place, like right. I said, I he just got nuked off the table twice sure. in two games for and just weird dice. I mean, it was just weird dice. The dice were under. I had lots of surges. That's actually what it was. I had tons of surges. So if I just had the one dodge token, I could have made the entire thing work every time. But, but and are it, you it was, are, are you one of those people too? 
that uh, if you you have to run all your magna guard the same way. I know some people always have to build yes. all their all their people the those, same. Those people are See, called yeah. right. They're right. Uh, no, 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 no. I think you <laughs> yes. get an offensively geared magna and a defensively geared Ugh. like a more protectory magna. That's such a rebel thing to say. Ugh. It is a very oh, rebel sure, thing to say. Sure. And I think it was actually our entire conversation before I God. put this list because the deadline was what Tuesday night, I think. Yeah. And so, like a ten fifty, we're all up talking about my list before I submit it, and I didn't get home from work until about eight o'clock that night. Anyway, uh, it was definitely something we had the conversation about. For me, it's one of those. Sometimes you're going to have to split left or right, and I don't want to be put myself in a place where my zero turn placement may have messed me up. And so, if they're the same, it doesn't matter how I how how those people go. So if I need to zig, I can zig because their setups are the same. I mean, just know where Grievous is going to go before you deploy your guys. Like, listen, so you 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 <laughs> called me out for having a lot of what you call crutch cards. I did. That I Tim did. and I, I disagree with that terminology cards. because yep. yes. vigilance isn't necessarily a crutch. It's, it's not actually a crutch card, yeah, supposed to be used that way. Yes, that's exactly how it's supposed to be used. Correct. <laughs> in that, but it's one of this those... particular list. I do think it was a crutch card because, and you said it yourself. It was you were you were you thought about taking it as reactionarily. That's not um, a crutch. But I got rid of strict orders. I did have strict orders yeah. on here at some yep. point. I agree. I, I, agree I, I pulled too. that away. So, And what I mean by crutch card is I mean a card that you are paying points, which you are as a as a So you in know, Legion, we all have game, 800 are, points to spend to yeah, build our army. Right? We're, right. we're limited on them. <laughs> right. But you can just play well and do the same thing that that upgrade is going to do, and it doesn't cost you any points, which is the limited resource. That is so your ability to play. That's That's not... That's such an on-paper so, thing to say. Like, you can just play better. Just roll better. Just just don't stand. Don't like, get shot. I, ever. I'm like, okay. That's great. I last firsted in my first game with Grievous. I yeah. mean, I, like, it was my last activation. I only had one shot to take to the face. Like, oh, I should survive this fine. And then didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, uh, you're like not what should know, have happened, even mathematically, were the things that should have happened. You're not going to know your map until you're there. Like, uh, or the setup and that and that yeah. that particular map he took he was blue player which surprised me because I I was expecting to be blue. I think so. what you're saying on paper is correct, Ryan. I just don't think that that translates to real life. Is I if I, you have a Swiss uh, Army knife, you want to make sure you can use yeah. the knives. And so correct. When yeah. Grievous, while those arms keep coming out, you want to make sure you have all all the options there available for you. I'm just saying that you cut enough of those options, you can get an, you know another act or another more meaningful upgrade somewhere else. Why he already has ten X. So I nearly dropped one of those B1s, actually the one with the worker droid, mm-hmm. and upgraded to Kalani. I thought about it. I didn't want to go to, to 9X. I could have gone to 9X. I just didn't want to go to 9X. I, okay. I thought hard about it. I mean, And I think if you do get to Kalani, I, I like Vigilance more because you have more, more dodge tokens, to more opportunities mm-hmm. to have one left over at the end of the round to carry over. Uh, I um, will say... Two more dodge tokens onto the table. I will say I would turn the E5... S's into probably more repair bots or med bots. Mm-hmm. I don't know so, how I feel about that. Okay. My, good. okay. Yeah, critical's pretty good. So we had this conversation about med bots because you did put together a list which I think had one or two in there. This list has only one person who can benefit, and that's Grievous. And in order to put a med bot close enough, that means I have to run the B1s next to him. And I was likely already going to be running the Magna. So now I'm running four to six activations into a ball. I say ball, but it has to be within range one of somewhere. So range two at the absolute least. All I'm going to say is this, is play a really good player who's using double Magna with repair bots. 
and you'll change your mind real quick. It's yeah, you absolutely you'll change will. your mind so quick. It's, it's just so gonna, annoying. It's insane. <laughs> it's gross. And so, and I and I will and I've had this conversation. Part of the problem is a problem. It's never a problem, but it is one of those like in my own nature. I have decided this is a unit that I'm not playing with. And then I'm putting myself in that hole, and I know I've got to fix it. <laughs> so, yeah, those little, those little repair bots are I cute. They that. are, but they're so very tiny. Like they're just little, you know, <laughs> little little icon mics just walking around my table. So, I should I though. consider <laughs> in some of my lists? Should I consider pikes? Yeah. Have I ever it's played true. a pike? No. You don't have to. Will I ever? Probably not. There's, you don't have to know how to play them. You just throw them on the table and they'll generate tokens. It's great. <laughs> but this is also true. Yeah. What I love is that you bought $400 worth of Ewoks. You're also no longer playing on planes. So I don't uh, understand what no, you're no, playing. No, so. I said I, I said on our last show, and I said, told some people at Crucible, my goal, I'm going to probably not play Ewoks in Nashville this weekend because I won't have them built and painted in time. But the next list I want to figure out is is Bright Tree because I just like I talked to a handful of people this weekend who were playing it or had experience with it. And I'm just like, I don't conceptually understand how to make Bright Tree like win a game of, of Legion. <laughs> and so it's my goal to try to kind of like figure it out. Ewoks went pretty far at Crucible, actually. They did pretty good. I, mean, I they think they there were win. two on Friday and I think they both went two and one. Yeah, so they did pretty good. Yeah, I just well, I don't understand how to make them work. I'm not saying no, they can't fair. be made to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got you. I got you. Ben, I'm actually, so that's the list that I almost brought, I was, but I didn't. I was so what did say, y'all actually bring? I'm sad that you didn't get to put it to the test because there was a lot of droids oh, out yeah, there. Yeah, so mad. Yeah. There were. It was, so it was. It was weird. There was a white save day and a red save day. <laughs> Ooh, was I on the white save day? Uh you were in red save land. Yeah, you were in red um, save day. No, yeah. that's that's no good. Yeah, I you know. <laughs> We we talked about on the last show. I played my same Han Solo, Ahsoka, Chewbacca, Vet Gunline list with FDs that I've been playing. Because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, turns out it's pretty broke. Um, and uh, I, I like your list. Is it? I, I do. I do we'll, too. we'll get to why I didn't. Do we'll we'll get to why I didn't do, did, yeah. didn't do well. Um, one of the reasons was I hit a clone player in the first round, and then I hit right. two droid players and. My value against white save armies goes way down. Um, but uh, but yeah, if I, I honestly think if I could have flip flopped over to Saturday, where it was just like clones as far as the eye can see, and Han Solo can shoot and pick up fifty points, um, that, that would have felt real real good. Yeah. At least would have felt better. Um, so yeah, I, I played the the same list I've been playing. I went three and zero with it, kind of on a on a lark in Chattanooga a couple weeks ago. Uh, this past weekend, I took it to uh, the Outpost in Johnson City. They put on a, a rad event, so shout out to them. Um, I went 3-0, and and then I've been doing well with it on Wednesday night. So I'm like, you know what? I was planning on switching out for Cassian and K2 for Florida. But, you know, it's it's hard to be doing really well with a list and say, nah, nah, I'm going to try to play this other thing that I haven't played much of and, and try to make an improvement. So I stuck with it, and so Han Solo uh, made another run. And uh, the list, the list is really fun, um, but yeah, it's, it's probably going in the box after after this weekend. But I think, you know, three well, tournaments yeah. um, is is a good enough time to to play a list and make a judgment on it. Han made it out for and about for a bit, so you can't yeah. yeah you can't say anything about that. I mean, it's it's fine. So, Tim, what did you play? I I in my typical fashion decided to try something that I nerd. Played before, per the se. exact opposite. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, sh- 
should say like per se like i've played plenty of double bounty and short like i've played all these different pieces together just not this exact combination whatever uh sure so i played double bounty uh ig 88 bosk uh two shores with heavies two mortars Delmico in his snow because hey he's a sniper who can also heal ig 88 storm naked storm two snipers strike teams and I, this is my interesting one. And I actually, I like it. I would tweak some things around a little bit. Uh, Gideon, Moff Gideon. Uh, I really think he's undervalued as a Imperial commander. I think he without I mean, b- without being in remnant, like just as right, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's a Courage three. He's fairly. I mean, he's a little expensive as far as other commanders go, but like for what he does, I think he's fine. Um, his face of ability, no one ever remembers, which, spoiler alert, I forgot about it too, and I even brought it because of it, <laughs> and I still forgot it, ta- I was like, cool, cool. You cool. talking about the, uh, the Observe? No, the C, this is my point. Ruthless. It's free, no ways oh, to yeah, motivate. Yeah. Oh, okay. New yeah. ways to motivate. It's all the time. Yeah. At range two. Uh, yeah. And so, Gideon with a Dark Saber, and obviously Underworld, because I have to, um, and again, he's a he's a good like melee linebacker. I'm not going to run him out into a melee, but he's good to like hang out in the back and and do some things. He can kind of move up if he needs to and, and make some plays. Uh, so he's he's a good he's a good commander. I, I think he's solid. Um, I don't like this build with him. I actually really want to try. This is not number one on my list of things to try. I really want to try single bounty hunter with him. Um, but the nice thing we redistribute those bounty hunter points where. Uh, We'll figure that out. But the nice thing, <laughs> the nice thing with activation is yet to be named. Is this that will be clarified in a future update? Yeah. Oh, too soon. Uh, but the nice thing is his <laughs> his three pip that allows you to fire support um, with the bounty hunters. That can be really devastating. Uh, you can yeah. just like if you want to claim a bounty, if they get at range three or even range four, because you have four different things that can fire support at that point, or actually, technically five. Um, like they could potentially just get wiped uh, yeah. super easily. So uh, it's a really, it's weird to hold onto a three pip like, like that, but it's just play as three pip. The the problem is that it is a three pip. So you can still lose the, the pip off there, right. but you can just set up some really dirty plays with it. Well, and I also like that, especially in the bounty hunter list, I think I would only probably really consider him either a with remnant dark troopers or bounty hunters, because I feel like if you're not ta- – obviously, if you're not taking Dark Troopers, you don't need his 2-pip. And if you really – unless it's something you really want, I don't think his 1-pip is an auto-include, especially if you're not taking Dark Saber, which I it's not an auto believe include. you are. I, I Which really opens you up to take Bounty Hunter cards, which yes. sometimes can be the squeeze exactly. of which cards to take. That's why I say single Bounty, because – so his one pip actually, if so if I'm between that and ambush, I'm going to take his one pip because it's still okay. pretty good. Um, sure. And especially if your opponent isn't anticipating it or anything like that. Or again, it's relentless, not charge. So if you want to move, move, shoot, he has tactical. So you could move, move two aims, two red and a black surge crit, pierce one, sharpshooter one. Sure. So like if you need like end and of it. the game shot kind of deal, you can do that. Um, so I mean, you get three aims and a dodge. I can see it. I mean. Because the card gives him a name token too. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I just uh, he gives you a lot of options. I just trying to figure out how to play him best with or without dark troopers. I don't think you need dark troopers for Gideon, but that's fine. Again, he's a no, I, commander. He's a courage three commander. Yeah, Take I w- I would say you either need dark troopers or a bounty hunter. Um, I agree with that. Or yeah. maybe maybe not a bounty hunter. 
or something else that's command card hungry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, that's what I played. It was it was an interesting list. I learned some lessons. I wouldn't play that exact list again, but uh, sure. it, it was 11 activations at 800 points, that's, which was nice. That's killer. Yeah. yeah. That's really, yeah. yeah. I got to ask, how many times did you pull off Ruthless? Uh, could have been twice in a row and possibly, if not won me the game, at least gone to down to kill points. Um, but I forgot about it. So, hey. There you go. <laughs> I mean, oh, it no. is really good. Now, yeah. Don't wrong. You're taking damage to do, but it's a free action. Not just a free move. It's just a free action. Normally, by the time you're like, doing that, the there's not a whole lot of stuff has some left. Yeah, that's going to like probably give you enough grief to to make it matter. Right. Uh, so I could have like basically last I mean, firsted with it, and it would have made a huge difference. But it's okay. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's all good. Yeah, all good. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. The more you know, I suppose. Uh, yeah. So, Ryan, did you play any any particularly really good games? Anything like that? What, what um, were your games like? I didn't really see a whole lot of what you were doing. Because we played sure, the same day. Yeah, we I, played each other. We both played Friday. Uh, we didn't get the opportunity to play each other. Um, so I went... I mean, we don't, we're not going to do play-by-play battle reports. I managed to get six games in over the weekend. Uh, three nice. in the main event. Uh, and then a fourth, fourth game on Friday with... Um, a fan, Brennan of the show, um, who wanted to, who just wanted to play a pickup game, so we we grabbed a game, and then Saturday I was judging, and since we ha- had a a smaller player pool and like three or four judges running around, uh, my first assignment was to play the buy, so the round one buy was Al Paz, so I got to play a game with Al, Al Paz. And I- and I felt real bad about that because I'm the reason why there was, <laughs> was a buy. I was going to say, it's <laughs> you. No, there were a lot of people who dropped. Saying, but yeah, no, no, no. We, I was going to say, we blame Ben. Yes, we ignore those other people. They so, all get a free pass, but Ben does not. No, that's right. Uh, and then I got to play uh, another game on Saturday night and then another one on Sunday morning. But they were they were all super fun, but probably the, the neatest game because it's so both me and my opponent were were pretty uncomfortable with how it was going. I got uh, I got to play Tyler, who was playing uh, surprise surprise like Republic nonsense, um, as that was in in pretty high flavor for the weekend. Let me pull his exact list up. I probably should have done that already. Um, should have been in the notes, sir. That's what sure. notes are for. Um, it was a it was an Anakin Padme kind of clone gut line with a. Uh, full arc with sniper and an echo strike team, um, two two rockets, a boil squad, and then a phase two Z six, uh, a generic commander Padme and Anakin. So just kind of this super tanky nine axe, all the token sharing all the time, and we ended up on intercept. I want to say it was major um, with supply deck, and I knew we both knew that the way each other's lists were set up. If he comes too far forward, my FDs and vets can strip tokens, letting Han and Chewie's Pierce go, go ham and letting, uh, like Ahsoka do a super spooky dive. He decides to go infiltrate Padme since we got battle lines. He thought he could spread me thin to try to, uh, try to get a, a cheeky secret mission off. And we just both respected each other. Um, I got really lucky and was able to grab the early scores on the center through some some cheeky pushing uh, force push on the first round, and then a 
I kind of drew because I out activated by one. I drew Echo out to contest the point and managed to to kind of get him off for the second score. And we tied. And I think he won the third score, but basically it went to a tie on uh, just after turn four. We were both, or excuse me, turn five. We were both surprised when the clock came. Because it was a very thinky game as we're just doing micro measures of, hey, I'm staying just out of range of this sniper or this FD cannon or out of Han's range and out of Anakin's charge distance uh, to where it was this absolute chess game because we both had some really good line of sight blockers on different parts of the table. Uh, But it managed to go to a pushed tie. And you guys know how bloody I like to play games, right? Um you know, at Vegas, I had, you know, over, like, 2,000 kill points. Which is weird uh, for Rebels, this... I will say. Like, it just feels it feels yeah. odd, but you do you, man. Like, it works out normally for <laughs> you, to be fair. So Yeah, uh, this game went to, I want to get the numbers correct here. I lost Chewbacca with Protector for 95 points. Tyler lost, I want to say I got Echo and one squad of troopers for 146 points. There were units that were haggard. There were units that were beaten. Han never went down. Ahsoka never went down. Anakin never went down. Padme never went went down. It God, no one went down. A, oh, my God. Yeah, it was 95 to 146. Um, <laughs> oh and we God. just both played super cagey. And we both, like, Jordan came and said, hey, that's time in the round. And we were both surprised by it. And it was neither, I don't think it was either one of our faults. We weren't slow playing. It was just whoever like leapt out first, as is often the case on Intercept, was going to lose. And so going into the scoring turns, we did everything super precise. Um, Tyler was super fun to play with. Sure. Uh, but that was probably my most interesting game of the weekend because it was so vastly different from how I'm used to playing. Yeah. So you just showered your shots all across the board and hit nobody. Half the time we weren't even shooting. We were just like, ducking behind stuff or maybe just like trying to splash suppression down yeah i had fds that just kind of shadowed the two of the two of the points and the tough thing i will say on on battle lines for clones on intercept is you really telegraph what you're going to do as soon as you put down your first activation and when i'm the red player at an act advantage i'm getting what uh you're putting down your ninth, and I have my ninth and tenth to go after you're done. Clones have to ball up. They can't get super cute with their deployments, yeah. especially with, like, double um, exemplar. Yeah. And so it really gave me a lot of power in deployment with one of my – one of the intercept points was very safe for me. Yeah. Um, well, and that – So he made, a, he made a really good game of it. Um, well, and those those clone balls can be kind of big sometimes, but, like, you underestimate it. Sometimes, like, because sometimes they expand out to cover both points. But, like, if you can get them all scrunched up in one spot, then, like, you can really start to he expand. Was, he was pretty scrunched because on the on my his right, my left, since we're on battle lines, he had a, a line of sight blocker. He could pretty much stand about four guys behind that I couldn't see and score while I kind of had to poke my nose out. But I had the better cover on the center point. Well, it wasn't full LOS blocking, but it was definitely the better cover. Um, and then I just kind of had had Han go and screen between the two um, to kind of dip and dive with his steady shot, whichever way he needed Ugh, to go. Like a monster. To, to pick, off, to pick oh. off models. Yeah, it was great. Um, Chewie did his job and soaked, you know, nine hits. Chewie was never himself attacked. 
Um, I just eventually sacrificed him when he was on one hit point, you know, guarding those three hits away, knowing that he's going to die, but it keeps vets from making saves, which is always nice. Well, so. and that's the th- like that's part of what's so frustrating with not just that list, but any Chewy list. Like Chewy is so good at, like you said, like at the soak. Like he's just yeah, he just absorbs yeah. it all and just sits there and just takes it, and it's just ugh. It's just a, it can be a real I mean, nightmare to, to chew through all those saves and like even if to they're white me, dice. It, to me, yeah, it's a it's white dice. To me, it doesn't feel it feels even worse shooting into a double exemplar clone ball where they're not even rolling dice. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to barrier this one. I'm going to spend these three dodge tokens. <laughs> Two are going to get eaten by cover. <laughs> that's why you bring the protection in those lists. Like that's, yeah. that's yeah. the entire point of it. That's I mean, right. I was uh, on Saturday. I got to cast a game. The one game I got to, to cast. And I want to say it was the moment of consideration. The, the, you know, the Gideon, uh, Gideon tank was shooting with a fire support and it forced a clone to – there were like 16 or 17 hits. <laughs> and then they just oh exemplar God. dodged and covered. Oh. Two clones died. Oh. See, oh. even as a clone player, that's upsetting. <laughs> it was dis- It was a really good roll. And there were like four surges, but obviously there were enough surge tokens there. <laughs> Yeah. It was gross. It was gross. I don't know. Again, um, even as a clone player, that's still disgusting yeah. to see. Like, I wish those those things happened to me, but you know. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, um, I know. So yeah, no. Chew- Chewie made a big splash all weekend. I think he died almost every game, but like he just keeps that list alive way longer than it should, and lets uh, lets Ahsoka dive when she needs to, which she didn't in this in this game. Um, she just played kind of kind of goalie. Um, but it, but it was fun. All my opponents were great. Um, round two, I had the Knoxville Civil War. We, I had to play Nathan. Um, he absolutely punked me. I misdeployed on Vaps. And he got aggressive with his Cad Bane, which I was not anticipating because he did it the last time we played and I punished him for it. Um, but it really worked out for him this time. Uh, Ahsoka could not rally to save her life. Rallies are normally my evil superpower. Uh, she went O for like 12. Her saves were good. Um but the Cad Bane throw suppression back on you card, I can only do so many times. I can only send back to his hand once with right. change of plans. Right, right, right. Uh, and he was hitting about 50% of his white dice. Yeah. And when Cad Bane's got, you know, heavy cover and danger sense, and dodges. Uh, 50% white dice is, is enough <laughs> to, dodges, to, yeah. to keep him alive. Yeah. And um, all those pieces there. So I just got behind on tempo, and he absolutely clobbered me. And then my third game, I played against the list that I think Ben would like. It was... Grievous, Double Sword, B- Full BX, Magnas, uh, like four or five B1s and three Destroyer Droids. And we played Payload, Ooh. and he had a better split than I did. And those BXs, man, I Han kept putting some shots into them, and they kept just rolling paint on those impervious saves to where I really couldn't get them down that fast, as fast as I needed to. Ahsoka took a little bit too much damage to where by the time I cleared out all of his melee brawlers, um, I was too banged up to, to be able to, to take out the destroyers and my, uh, my FDs didn't quite get the shot done. So, so I did go one and two on the main event day and then, uh, Four and zero in pickup games over. I, I got to so. pause you for a second. When yeah. you say destroyer, do you mean droidicas or B twos? Droidicas. Okay. 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 I say this because there is a certain list builder. I will not name names, but for some reason he refuses to call them B twos in his list builder, <laughs> and I'm always like, "What is that about?" Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. That's what I'm asking. So, 
you're deeper dipped in the lore. I only know them from the uh, very terrible accident. Yeah. Send the droidicas. <laughs> yes, they were they were droidicas. Yeah. Okay, good, good, gotcha. Um so yeah, got got to play some some phenomenal pickup games. They were all super fun. And honestly, that was the most fun part of the part of the event for me. Jordan just had a cool atmosphere where he handed out prizes like every yeah. round he came by your table, handed you two or three things. Yeah. And um even, you know, when I was like quote unquote judging and just playing pickup games and stuff, he was he was showering us with stuff. So oh, yeah. huge shout out to, to Luminous Gaming and Jordan. Oh yeah. Uh, it was a phenomenal event and I cannot wait for next year. That, yeah. that was the other reason I was mad about missing it. Yeah. Like, I mean, the swag alone looked worth it. Yeah. So, so fun, fun story. I've actually never owned a dice tray before. Um, hey. the, the closest I ever came was Will's old, uh, like MDF board thing. Like that was kind of a dice mm-hmm. tray, right. but I really used it normally more for storage because it was so loud to roll things in it. And I was like, I don't like rolling this. So like, yes. I've never went out and bought an ice tray before. So now I, I will. I yeah, got a free everybody dice tray. Who showed up, got a got a little uh, oh, snappy nice. dice tray. But then yeah. I ironically turned around, and went to Universal, and what do I find? But a uh, Stranger Things dice tray, and I I, and <laughs> I bought that too. It's a nice leather dice tray. So sorry, but so I went from zero to two real quick. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, one for offense and one for defense. There you go. They'll both blink or out. Or you can get mad at one and set it on fire. There That's you fine. go. I won't set the leather one on fire, but I could set the fake one on fire. It's fine. You know. Uh, um, speaking of setting how'd your, uh, how'd your yeah how'd your Friday go <laughs> yes speaking of fire yeah speaking of <laughs> things burning in flames uh, so like Ryan I'm not going to go through all my games I only have three games to talk about but still I won't go through all of them in, in super in-depth thing but I, I did learn some interesting lessons um, first game I played against a interesting uh, Bosk Mando Bosk Double Mando triple swoop list and it was uh it was challenging to deal with everything all at once um i forgot how fast mandos were so i they they pretty they pretty yeah i deployed my my mortars a little bit too far forward because i i anticipated bosk i didn't anticipate uh the mandos coming in so the mandos kind of punked them off the board um and uh if only they've been painted like a spanish inquisition well, and so this is interesting. I realized, and I talked about this with a few people after the game and with my opponent, I obviously I've played a lot of bounty. I've played against bounty hunters, blah, blah, blah. I've not played, I don't think, a ton of A, bounty hunter versus bounty hunter, but B, double bounty versus single bounty. Um, and so it really was quite interesting. So again, he had Bosk. I have IG-88 in Bosk. And I made the mistake, straight up mistake, no excuses, I played my Bosk too conservatively, probably as the way you traditionally would play a Bosk, and his was more aggressive. And so my IG-88 and his Bosk had to go toe-to-toe, and it's unfortunately I just – I blanked on five red dice, and that was that was kind of that. And I said, okay, he already had one wound on him, then I blanked on five more with – that was with Impervious and stuff. Like, it was – it was rough. Um, I, I I'm, again, I'm not blaming Dice though because I put him in a spot where he could die. Um, I killed some Mandos. So it's not like I didn't kill anything. Killed some Mandos. Killed some Swoops. Did some wounds on his boss, but I just couldn't do enough. And what I really learned was, especially with with everyone playing ranged bounty hunters, if everyone in the game is playing ranged, it's really okay to double team him. Because if I had hit him with IG88 and boss together, he probably still would have killed one of them. And that's okay. But then the other one could have 
killed him and A, prevented him from getting a bounty at all and B, probably gotten myself a bounty because then I probably would have run away or, you know, been in a safe location. Um, but the mortars dying really quick and IG-88 uh, dying, it uh, was it was over real quick. That was turn two that happened. And so, Oof. yeah, it was rough. And so yeah, literally that's real gross. top of turn three, I just called it. I was like, because he, he asked the question of Ken Bosk move three times in a turn because of his his reptilian rampage one wound to move thing. And I was like, yep. yep. And that's absolutely the yep, right thing to do to Cause he was going to mm-hmm. run behind cover where I was never going to see him again. I said, okay, like you asked the right question, but like, that's it. So I called it top of turn three. Cause there was just no point in playing it. It was at that point it was VAPS. So it would have been a standoff. Um, sure. I felt going into it. I felt really good about VAPS double bounty versus single bounty. Uh, I had the bid and I still got VAPS and or sorry, no, sorry. I had no bid and I still got VAPS. So I would have won if we'd come to a tie. So I felt really mm-hmm. good about it. And I just, just misplayed. I don't have an excuse for it. Just misplayed. Sure. Um, no, and and that happens, especially yeah. if it's a matchup, like you said, that you aren't super familiar with. Like, Yeah, it was interesting. The only reason I usually do as well as I do is because, like, I don't want to like throw stones, but out of the four of us, I tend to be the one that sticks with the list the longest um, and I can get some muscle memory yeah. and some reps in. Um, and I know that's a big part of, of why I do find success. Yeah. And so when you are not only playing a list that you've not played a ton of, but you're also playing into something that you've not seen a ton of, you don't have yeah. that muscle memory to fall back on. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, so that happened. And then game two was, oof. game two was against Josh Peregrine from the discord Mm-hmm. And he also had a double bounty list, also at 800 points. He was at 10x, but also 800 on the nose. So we're 800 versus 800. Uh, he had 88 Boba, Iden, Inferno, and a couple strikes. And so he could really outrange five me, and that's exactly what happened. He he outshot me at range five, got a couple of kill mm-hmm. points up. So to where, again, we're playing Vaps. I he pushed for Vaps. I didn't want it, but it, it happened. Sure. Um, and uh, I basically had to choose to either, I don't know, die or try and push and do <laughs> something. Like, at least do something. Yeah. And so it's the kind of thing, like, I'm running across the field. It was Long March, right? So running across. And I, I told him, I was like, I fully understand that I'm doing is an aggro play, but I have no other play than to do this. Um, and so I, I had to do it <laughs> and hope for the best. And it actually almost worked out. Uh, he, because Josh was a good player. He mm-hmm. knows that Bosk has a killer one pip that a lot of people don't bring, uh, but I was bringing it, and so he could see me positioning Bosk to if he had had yeah. one more one more activation, Bosk was going to run in and throw down his bomb, and in the grand scheme of things, it uh, might have won the game. It certainly would have made it closer. Um, it was still a really close game by the end of it. Uh, again, long story short. Gideon was almost tapping his VAP. Uh, IG-88 was moving up on his 88. His 88 had one wound left and had gotten Bosk. He'd gotten a good shot on Bosk, killed Bosk, and ran. He did the absolute the right thing. He ran away. And I just couldn't quite get that last shot on him to kill him. Uh, but yeah, it was still super close. Uh, it was really bloody. It looked a little bit different like on the scoreboard as far as kill points go because you know you don't get sure. half points. 
Um, and his boba and his IG were still alive, but I killed a lot of stuff as well. He killed a lot of stuff. So it was very bloody, very close game that we didn't think was going to be that close, considering how I had to run across. That was also, honestly, where he was terrain-wise, like, just really benefited him. He he was able to place his VAP and his bounty hunters behind a piece of line of sight blocking terrain that was a little bit bigger than I thought it was. And every time I tried to shoot around it, I couldn't see. And so we just, mm. I just he just was able to hide there pretty much all game. And I had to run up to it across like a no man's land. So it was, it was rough. Sure. Um, that makes it, that makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit of a turn zero issue. I guess it was a bit of a map issue. Like, but I don't think it was a bad map. I just think it, just the way it shook out for that. Like if it hadn't been long March, it would have been a different story, but, um, but still super close game, super good. And then my uh, last game I did win cause it was a buy. And I won the oh, buy. No, buddy. <laughs> so I went one and two, but I actually, I joke around. I played three games of Legion and lost all three, but still went one and two. <laughs> uh, hey, we're, we're all winners when we get to play. Ed. Yeah, exactly. And I, so that was, Ed was, <laughs> Ed was very gracious. He was hanging around. He's like, hey, let's play a pickup game. I said, like, okay, cool. I'm here to play Legion. So again, I won't go through all the details, but long story short is, hey, don't lose turn zero to a op Luke R2 double land speeder list. Uh, he was able to yeah. score R2. Yeah, that list He's, has got an agenda. Yeah, R2, R2 <laughs> scored, Opluke dove into my lines. And it was the kind of thing where I was playing him. I was like, I see this happening. I just don't know how to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, what, I, what really sealed the deal was he, uh, you serve your master weld one of my full shores yeah. with an aim into my own Gideon. Gross. And that killed Gideon. And that was the only hope and I honestly, had. And honestly, I think as someone, obviously I've not played Ed's list. Yeah. Um, I feel like your your matchup, like depending deployment, depending, that's a pretty good matchup for you. Like, uh, you can get a lot of guns onto whatever dives. Hopefully, before it gets there. No, because so. the land speeder they're unprotected, right? I mean, this is we're talking no, about the thirty four. No, no, they'll have heavy cover. They have heavy. Um, and yeah, don't I they mean, have armor? Yeah, but you've got. You've got search to create. Don't they have on... armor three? Yeah, but you're shooting the targets inside of it. I mean, uh, maybe you're shooting. It doesn't really matter. If Luke has a dodge. Um, you you should don't really have want enough. To do that, but anyway, um, you should have enough critical to push through. Um, either the speeder or whatever's inside the speeder with Bosk and and a shoreline. Uh, in theory, I was trying to take out the speeder sure. before he could drop off Luke, and I threw pretty much my entire list's worth of dice into it, and I just couldn't kill it. Um, everything shot. We had fire support shots. Just didn't matter. Couldn't kill him. Couldn't kill the land speeder. So it just it yeah. was able to drive straight towards me and and drop them in. And and again, my only hope was Gideon going to be able to get in there and, and get some some wounds on him. And then my own men killed Gideon. So that was that was that. But anyway, yeah. So I will so, say this with the mortar. Uh, maybe and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like if you're fishing on armor with the shore and mortar line. I don't think fire supports are the right option because you, if you're hunting just for crits and surges, you get one more aim token if you don't fire support. Does that make sense? Um, maybe, but also I have scopes. And I eh, I get it. I see what you're saying, but yeah. So it was just it was just now with, with clone giant dice pools that can get up over that armor three threshold with some ease. I totally get it. Um, with mortars that are just adding three dice, I don't, I don't know that I love it, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, My last but, experience with with a speeder and an R two, I think, was playing our buddy Scott, 
Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. concentrated all the fire on R2-D2, and he's oh, like, yeah. I'm just going to take R2-D2 away from this fight. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and after you shoot him once, if he's in the land speeder, you have to shoot the land speeder. Because he's got that suppression <laughs> token yeah. on him. This is true. Which is the which is why you don't, you have to, you can shoot the Luke, you can shoot Luke in a speeder, you never shoot R2 in a speeder. <laughs> you have to blow the speeder up. Because either yes. A, it's the thing taking him to the secret mission, or worse, it's the thing taking him away oh, once he scored secret mission. <laughs> That's really the problem. That's really. I actually chased so. down the speeder and then tried to chase down R two D two. Yeah, but because I hate him. Yeah, so that I was so that much. was that. It was uh, all very illuminating games. Uh, I really hate gun lines. Just like playing them, it's just so boring. Mm-hmm. So like that second game, because we were both 800, 800, uh, and especially Vaps Long March Gun Line versus Gun Line. Uh, I technically really could have played for a draw, and Josh pointed that out, and I said, honestly, man, I'd rather lose than play a draw. Uh, I, right. I don't so play Legion a draw. I, That's not how I play. I hear you. I did have a I ton of time to, to take a look. My Friday was incredibly busy, in a good way, until it wasn't a good way. But I saw the word draw pop up a whole bunch of times in both our group chat, inside the Discord. Yep. Like how many? I I don't think I've ever seen a game go to a draw. How many draws did y'all have? I only saw there one. were two. Okay, there, were, there yeah. were two draws. There you go. Um, so mine didn't because like, I chose not to because <laughs> I just didn't want to play. The game. <laughs> like and again, I was like, I know I'm going to lose, but I'm not going to draw. So not to not to like push a sore subject with some people. There are, there are better people who can have this conversation, um, especially because I was playing pickup games for most of the the drawing. Um, there were some games where it was, you know, clone ball v. clone ball, token sharing versus token sharing on VAPs. And it really behooves, like, and the the thing that sucks is they were both right at 800 points. So, you know, no, the, the new rules, if you don't share uh, a point value, it, like, you won't, you cannot go to a draw. But due to the, the place where this was, we had... On Saturday in the third round, and then the shadow fourth round that was just the top four. We did have two draws, and we did have one of our players that moved on to Sunday decided by a, a die roll. Yeah. Because both players decided to, to play it to a draw. Yeah. A second time? What time? A second time, yeah. What? Because it was okay. the same pair of players having to play a second time, <laughs> and they got on VAPs again. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, so, that doesn't count. Uh it's it sucks that it that it went I, to, to to that. Um, I don't think I've I th- ever heard of a game going to a draw. I mean, it's boring. Is it the die roll that like is it that decides like normally? No, you don't, actually even there is the no die roll. I don't. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know that there a die roll was the best thing that we could come up with at the time because I don't know that the organized play document maybe it does what it does when you have a draw in a cut game. Oh, I see. What you're I mean, saying. that's the that, that, problem. That was I mean. the problem. It was a cut game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the I first mean, draw, well, the X-Wings. first draw was not a cut game, so it was just a true draw. Right, right, right. Um, but then it also meant that we had two players that were two zero and one, and so with deciding the top four, the two zero and ones were better than all the two and ones. Well, I mean, X Wing solved this for us a long time ago. So, it was called Loop and Chew- Chewy. Loop and Chewy, baby. <laughs> I was there. I watched it. <laughs> I did too. Uh, but all that to say. Because I was so. trying to get my shield tokens. All I wanted was all, <laughs> shield tokens. all that to say, uh, Crucible was a great time. I'm looking forward to next Crucible year. Crucible was awesome. If yeah, you can make it next sure. year, you should actually make it, Ben. Uh, so you should you should show up. It's a great time. I Yeah. And I, I think. I, I, pl- I watched I out Friday and then Saturday and Sunday I went to Universal and did yeah. like Horror Nights. So it was great. 
Well, and I think uh, see, that was my other thing in my plan. I was supposed to go to Universal Horror Night. Yeah. Like I, oh yeah, yeah nice. That was all in my plans, cool. and I didn't get to do it. Was my first time. So. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely a fun trip, especially yeah. for for us here in Knoxville. You know, sure. super cheap Allegiant flights. I made it safe somehow, some way. Yeah. Um. So Ryan, did you hit the parks? Or like, I mean, you, I know you talked no. about going to see the Disney. So no, I couldn't. I didn't. I could have stayed through Monday and done like half of a day of it, but it was too expensive that I didn't want to just kind of go stand in lines. And honestly, it was a good thing because I was beat. I, I, you know, I was up till probably midnight or later every night while I was there hanging out with people. Um, I did walk 15 miles that weekend. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Highlight of the weekend aside from the Legion, probably, probably not even aside from the Legion. We, there was this wonderful night where it was uh, JJ, myself, Nick, and eventually Al Paz just drinking old fashions, smoking cigars out on the out on the patio of the hotel, uh, <laughs> complaining about the the Inquisitors and the bugs. It was a, it was a, god. a great time. Oh god! Uh, see, that's that's <laughs> stuff that I miss because I yeah. I enjoyed a cigar with JJ the last time we were in Knoxville for it. So Always. yeah, yeah, it was great. So well, that sounds awesome. Yeah, um, go go to Crucible. I think the format's going to change up a little bit next year. Uh, yeah, I know nothing official is set in stone, but I think we're going to do just the two days of Swiss uh, to let everybody do the park stuff on like yeah. Friday, um, which will be which will be dope. Because honestly, like the thing that would make me want to go do the park things is if I could go with all like my Legion friends. Uh, that's right. fair. So uh, again, that. Horror Nice is cool. I will say for anyone who ever debates going, we would go again. Um, if you can afford the express pass, do that because there's only a handful of houses and it's still like the size of the regular universal park. And so every house is like 45 uh, minutes or longer for a wait. And so most of them were an hour minimum wait. And so that was kind mm-hmm. of annoying. So get the express pass. How long did you spend inside the actual thing itself? Freaking each house is probably only five minutes long. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's. And are these just like little haunted house things that you want well, wander through? The universal movie quality haunted houses but yes well yeah. sure but yeah, yeah. i know it's not your quarantine tennessee like corn yeah. maze and all that but yeah. uh um, but sure but they were they were cool um yeah i could talk for a while about that but it was it was a cool experience lots of cool food um them walking around the park and scaring people was hilarious um i saw a crowd of people running away from a man with a chainsaw it's great <laughs> i mean as you do yeah. <laughs> that sounds delightful did you take any pictures while you were there? Of my uh, battle cards? Uh, no. <laughs> no but Jor- Jordan got some great pictures on the Luminous Gaming Facebook page and Instagram if you wanted to go check those out. He got some good photos of my games. Well, if we can, because this is actually Tuesday night at uh, 8 o'clock, and hopefully I can edit this thing before it's due at Wednesday morning at 3 a.m. So if I link some photos, you can find them on the Instagram at SWStabCast. You can also follow us on the Facebook. You can follow us on wherever your uh, platforms are for podcasting. You know, it could be the Spotify. It could be the Googles. It could be the Apples. Like us. Subscribe to us. Rank us. List us up. Spread the word of the good thing that is the Stabcast. Spread us all over. At SWStabCast. Uh, we're also on the Legion Discord. Hey, we're there sometimes. Sometimes yep. we all show up at the same time, just randomly. It happens. Uh, yep. We'll all happen to happen. be lurking at the same time, and then someone will mention us, and we'll <sighs> rise from the ashes. We'll arise from our yeah. crypt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, that's why I was surprised when I got tagged in the uh, International Podcasters Day. I was like, oh, look, I'm the first one to comment. How about that? <laughs> well, that's because we were playing Legion. And you guys were playing Legion, exactly. <laughs> I had a five-minute break in between nonsense happening, so. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, if you want to support this endeavor, you can go to teespring.com slash door slash stabcast and buy a cool hoodie or it's getting starting to get cold, maybe a long sleeve shirt or a stylish fanny pack. There were a handful Ooh. of fanny packs running around Crucible. I know that. Um, nice. It's our little corner of the market. Or you can drop us a line at swstabcast at gmail.com with your questions, concerns, mental health checks, you know, whatever, you, whatever you feel you need to do. You don't to want me. to do that part. Trust me. <laughs> well, I mean, don't worry, Tim. You don't check the email, so the, it's true. you don't have to get checked up on There we go. Okay, um, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to give a shout out to kind of during our social plugs uh, to David Endless and Yavin Base over on YouTube. Uh, he covered the whole Crucible event, so he should have uh, 10 games from the weekend going up over the next couple of days. I got to commentate nice. on one of them, which was a blast. It's always fun to, to get the Plump Swamp Boys back together, and uh, that's always a blast. So you guys should go over and support him. I will say, there, there's a local tournament happening in Nashville, and right now they only have 15 players. You should come. Because I did get to play... I know. Me and me and Will are carpooling up together. Other other Will, not uh, not our beloved Stabcast Will. Um, I, uh, I'll think hard about it. I will. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I have two uh, things. Two things are happening. Uh, um, well, and what else? Like the weekend is, is it going to work out just right? So the brand new Star Trek game by Paradox is coming out next week. Oh, God, so okay. is it? It's Solaris, but for Star Trek. All right. Oh, so yeah. he, here's the thing. I'm going to say. It's oh, I'm Solaris. only going to play 14 hours. I mean, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a paradox game. Wait for the third expansion, and you'll be fine. They're, yes, they're, but they're usually you... not amazing out of the gate. So, I mean, I played Crucible Kings one and two, and don't worry, I know Kings. I'm going to get lost in the system. I so I mean, Crusader Kings, yes, Crusader Kings. Sorry, Crucible in the mind, and so I know that it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to spend lots of time accomplishing nothing and figuring out what's going on there. I the get that. game should be good by the time you get your dissertation gift to <laughs> yourself. <laughs> the game will but be fine by then. <laughs> if you don't support a Star Trek game early, they don't make more of them. It's a paradox game. They're going to make DLCs. That's their whole business model is I mean, 17 that is DLCs. Whole, that is entire, but you, you're not wrong about that piece. You're not wrong. But like To but, go buy Stellaris now, if you've not played Stellaris before, it's a what, $250 I, game. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever beaten Stellaris. Oh, I come no, to a conclusion. Not. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've survived I've the, the, mid, yeah. the, the mid-life mid crisis. crisis. <laughs> yeah, mid-game crisis. I've just survived a couple of those. I survived the mid-game crisis, but, thought I was doing really well, and then the end-game crisis hit, and I went, oh, GG. Okay. No, I was <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, when like, you start seeing, I think I've, just, I've explored one galaxy. When you like, start seeing, one full galaxy where I've hit all four quadrants. You start seeing I mean, across the map just going dark. Like, oh, what's happening over there? Oh, what's going on over oh, there? No. Oh, no. Oh, we're all dead. Okay. <laughs> I finished a couple, but not as not as enough to be to be proud of. Um, but if you don't want to throw your weekend away to Paradox Games, you can come to Comic City in Nashville and come hang out with us. Like Ben said, uh, we are so close to filling up and being able to give away that world's invite. So if you want to come on down and hang out with us, uh, I'm the bumper guy. Um, so if we have 16 people show up, I'll help out judge um, or I'll, I'll sub in if, if we can fill the thing. So uh, please, please come play with us. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good time. The Nashville community is really starting to launch and get off the ground um, again. Yeah, again. Um, <laughs> they finally got some community leaders, you know. Chasen and Blizzy making a, making a good show of it. Their tables are great, and uh, 
we hope to hope to see you there, Ben. Hopefully, you can ride in the back of uh, Will's pickup truck. We'll we'll put the cover off for you. So I do have to ask. I saw the pictures of the terrain um, in the Discord. They all look very very nice. So yeah, Crucible. Did did Nick Nick drive all of that down? No, Chris. Or excuse me, Nick. uh, Nick only shipped one table. He flew down. Uh, The rest of that is Jordan's. Like he's been. Him and the Florida Ooh, crew yeah. have been have been putting in the work. So, you know, when you guys see like the little standee or the flyers for like a luminous gaming event, yeah. like Jordan's put in the work. Like he's got a, a terrain library that he could put. He had sixteen. I want to say sixteen tables. Yeah. Um, and they were all set up. And I know he's getting ready to get get some more done. So and they were all really solid nice. too. Like they were. Yeah. They were all really yeah. There there was not. There was one table that I didn't want to play on, but it wasn't because of the terrain. It was just like. Uh, my FD lasers are going to be garbage. Sure, here. sure, sure. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and un- and speaking speaking of which, I will say one funny story about uh, about the outpost. I saw one table at the outpost. I really didn't want to play. I played my first round there, and I played my second round there. <laughs> gross. Nope. Gross. Nope. Gross. 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 No, thank you. No, Thanks, thank game up, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, all the all the terrain at both of those events, but especially Crucible, was fantastic. Jordan Jordan does good stuff. Well, if you're not going to go play in Nashville, there's always the uh, GT Grand Open. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's held in Lansing this weekend. Yeah, I thought about going go. to that since I didn't travel. I thought about going right. to that. I, my problem is there is like, am I going to go drive eight hours to go spend two weekend, you know, Saturday and Sunday playing, and then drive eight more hours back? Al Paz would tell me I should. Al Paz would tell me you should do it. <laughs> Al Paz is probably doing it right now. And you're in Chicago is. three hours away. I mean, <laughs> he's, Al Paz uh, is probably going to go play this a one-piece tournament and also some kind of, you know, Lord of the Rings tournament because he's Al Paz. Well, he's I, I he's probably not going to that because I know there is a event in the Chicagoland area uh, that is at Dragonfall. You can go to our social media on Facebook. I just posted a link a little while ago to it. Our good buddy Kevin Oaks is running it, and they are so close to getting to their 16th uh, player to to be able to hand out that invite. So if y'all want to go, if you're in that area, go hang out. Uh, Kevin's a wonderful human, and go play with him. Or you can go the 11th and 12th of November to the Rumble on the River in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I got some family there. I probably still won't go, but uh, <laughs> a rough, that's a rough weekend for me. Um, you know what you did, Nana. You know what you did. You know what you did. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Fort, Fort Wayne's a nice little area. Uh, it's pretty con- It's reasonably convenient to a lot of metro areas, so I'm anxious to see if a community yeah. really starts running there. Nice to see more two-day events pop up, not in just the major cities. Because you're only like three hours from Chicago. I yeah, mean, it's, you've got yeah, Chicago, you've got Indy, Indy. Yeah. you've got I don't far think from Louisville. Too, Louisville or Detroit's not too terribly yeah. far the other direction. So yeah, it's uh, doable. It's, it's, it's gonna doable. be it's going to be a good time. Uh, guys, we got any we got any news? Any news? <gasps> no. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, we got so much news last time. We oh, barely yeah, talked we about the news. I was saying, we're yeah. we're going to be pretty yeah. uh, fat on news for a while. Uh, we're good. Yeah. How how will managed to edit that episode from two hours and thirty five <laughs> minutes is where it stopped down to just under two hours. I do not understand how. That's just magic, sir. Magic. Well, since you're not with us, I praise up. you. That's why he wasn't with us. Is he could just cut out all the stuff that didn't make sense, which is fine. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> he's listening to it with fresh ears. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "This is stupid. I'm cutting this wholesale. I'm not even going to cut around it." Um, uh, yeah, sounds about right. But we've been promising it for so long since we don't have news. We've got mail. The Yan update. 
the Yana. Well, one of two. We're not. We're not doing the second one just yet. It's it's worse. It's, it's got worse. even more lists. So we're just we're just gonna start what? with the small one first. Right, what a bait and hook. So Jan, it's worse. Wait, tune in we, next we, time. We promise you, Jan, that we will put you on the episode and all your. We don't expect more. Like you don't have to <laughs> keep filling. Yes. We know you yeah. love us. We we know we that. do. We, we love do. you too, buddy. Yes. But. Uh, hey there, Stabcast. Long time no email. Been messing around with some lists as usual. Here are three lists for your perusal. You'll notice that there are marginally less cursed than my usual offerings, but you'll have to forgive me in this lapse. Been really tired and run down lately. Hope you guys are well, though. Jan. Uh, I'm sorry. So, let's, let's, let's treat him with the respect he deserves, sir. Dr. Jan. Oh, my mistake. God. My apologies. <laughs> oh man. Uh, apologies. He's a board certified ophthalmologist. Let's remember. Yeah. Because when I get mine, you're absolutely going to. That's going to be my. You think you can see how to make a good list? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll have a doctor. It doesn't mean I'm qualified to do much of anything with it. That's so, right. <laughs> having a doctor uh, does not make you good at Legion. So, There's always Doc Velo. Hey-o. Hey-o. Conversely to what he normally sends us, he actually has sent us two Rebel lists. Usually I just kind of get to like tune out when you guys are talking about Jan lists. Um, but he sends us a, a Rebel list called uh, the Boba Job. That's, you know, this, sir, this is a family story. Boba Job. Um, <laughs> Clearly it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Boba Fett, a Pike Syndicate Capo, three disruptors with set more capos in them uh vigilance and scanner officer two good old captain dlts with sa a naked fleet trooper and a protector chewbacca sitting at 10 activations and a marginal bid uh, uh, why it's you're a- you're it's you're really trying to leverage, and this is a popular thing that some rebels are doing. Uh, you're really trying to win momentum off of rule with respect with five range four shots, all getting to add extra black dice, all with critical in there, and try to just win this uh, attrition battle as they as hopefully your pikes and vigilance essayed rebel troopers with DLTs can just outlast and anything that does bleed through Chewbacca soaks. Um, so I'm not, I get yeah, that, and, I, and mm-hmm. I've played against that, where Boba daimyoed all the dice into all the things. Yeah. And it was all range four. It was Imperial side though, so I get it. I do. Like I, I, I do understand that piece there, and I do feel like your bag is going to be messy as all get out. Uh it's it's actually not that bad because it's double operative, five core, two command, or excuse me, six core and two commanders. Like your bag is so. actually pretty even keel for a rebel list. Um. I like lists with a little bit more, like, counterpunch. Um, so, like, with what I've been playing, you know, I've got the Ahsoka to get in the mix. I feel like if you if this runs into, like, a melee skew that clears the field, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Um, this just doesn't have a great answer other than the Chewbacca, who's already dead, and Boba, who's going to tie up one thing. This is... But this is just reminds me of two years ago, three years ago... The Luke DLT gun line, yep. except now you've got Pikes and Boba Fett. Why is Chewie there? In Bo- Chewie, Chewie it- is there to keep the Rebels and the Pikes alive. Okay. That's all he's there. It's just to make your range four last longer against the Republic oh, range four. That, your was- Chewie has Guardian, just regular Guardian, doesn't he? Regular uh, Guardian, sorry, yeah. I forget. I yeah. always forget that. I'm so used to Republic yeah. Chewie. Yeah. Um, so I was talking with dashes and a couple other people this weekend lists like this to me man they're just shitty republic <laughs> like 
Republic just does it better yep. um, with the the range for like utter damage mitigation to the max, just kind of critical poke. With the um, exception of Boba, Boba, yeah, yeah, Boba adds a neat little twist. Uh, but this is honestly a fairly skinny Boba too. Oh yeah, for sure. Tenacity so, and the flame projector. That's it. Yeah. And and it, so it's interesting. Now the interesting thing that that this battle deck has also done is it's all Boba cards. The only one you didn't he didn't take is the flamethrower. Instead, he took aggression. Um, I really like covering fire in this list. Um, yeah, no kidding. Just to be able to to throw some more some more dodgy dodges out. Yeah. Um, but I get that you want the jetpack rocket just in case you hit an armor skew, and the whole list is built around rule with respect, so you're not giving it up. Right. Um, I see the value in this list. It's not a Ryan list, but I see the value. Sure. Pre podcast tonight, we joked about Tim and his hot takes, getting him on all the other podcasts. I'm yep. going to say a thing right now. Yeah, yeah. That I don't believe with my heart of hearts, but I do kind of. <laughs> I I do. I heard the conversation come up at I think Epicos, and it was the idea that perhaps we should split Boba's command cards, and you either bring in yeah. old man Boba and his command cards, or you bring in. Young Boba and his command cards, but not both of them. Yeah, because I th- I do wonder if we're making old man Boba or I guess new I don't know, new Boba or young Boba really really good by that combination there. In I don't ways know. I don't I, know should possibly work out. I think Imperial Boba getting access to Rebel Boba cards is way better than Rebel Boba getting access to Imperial Boba cards. I think that's fair. I don't think that's a particularly hot take. No, but, I think that's very uh, fair. Yeah. Um. Uh, one of the ideas I've liked for a while, um, but I'm sure we will never see, just because I've always wanted the command card, uh, like hand building, to be more interesting and more of a more of a mystery, and it'd be a way for us to be able to publish more command cards for more characters. I would love for you to be limited to be able to take when you bring something one one pip, one two pip, and one three pip of theirs. Um, so if I brought Luke Skywalker, I could only bring one of each of his pips instead of just stacking a hand of six cards or, or Vader or Boba, but it would, but we have to be very careful when we're doing that since we don't have a limiter in place of giving certain characters, especially cheaper characters, access to more command cards. Hmm. So interesting. I mean, Uh, most of them are generic to generic sake anyway. I mean, like they don't, you're talking about like cards with picture on them. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, I, but yeah, hmm. th- this this list just seems like I feel like if this is the list you want to play, go play five zero first. That's probably better. Uh, <laughs> like that's probably I don't know about five zero first, but just play Republic. But yes, um, sure, sure. Yeah, that's about right. But surely that's the only yeah, list that John I mean, sent us. To Jan, 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 Jan. I forget Jan, how Jan, we decided. Jan, Jan. Sure, I, Jesus, get around. Yeah, whatever we decided. Sure, I don't. Care. No, no, we He's only decide. our most we loyal listener, Tim. <laughs> He's more loyal than Will's mom listening to this podcast. Oh, She's listening every episode. True. Don't you say that? You don't mean that. <laughs> no. <laughs> she really has liked every podcast. We've yeah, she really does. Like, yeah. <laughs> She does. On Facebook, yes. she likes it every time. Ben's opinions are not those of the Stabcast. We, we're sorry, Will's mom. <laughs> we're sorry, Mrs. Heim. Listen, Karen Heim loves us. <laughs> and we love her. That's the next fanny pack. There you go. And we love her for loving us. <laughs> oh, God. No, Jan gave us all sorts of more. There's more lists, more lists from Jan. There's so many more lists. But I actually, hang on. You, so you put this list here. 
I'm going to take a look at it. But I, is this not sort of kind of what you just played? Yeah, this this is <laughs> I, me and Jan seem to be on a similar wavelength. I, I yeah. like this list though. I think it's solid. I actually do like yeah. it. Yeah. I, I actually like this. I think a lot, it's actually. really solid. Yeah, I'll read it to you since since Ryan's been talking for quite a bit. It's two fly yeah. for the Jedi. It is ten activation, seven ninety-six, a little bit of a bid here. Ahsoka Tana burst to speed, force push, seize the initiative into the fray. With Han Solo, improvised orders, up close and personal, environmental gear, love it. Chewbacca with protector. Rebel officer, officer with improvised orders. Three rebel vets, three medium blaster troopers. The vets have the CMO and recon intel to get them out there farther so you can deploy the medium blasters also closer. Uh, That's a, I like where that. I, I, li- I know that you don't have a ton of range for other than the CMs. I like that list. Were I a rebel player, I'd probably give this a whirl. Like, I, I dig it. I yeah. Dig it. So I sacrificed a handful of upgrades. Uh, I didn't have the recon intel. I only had upcap on Han. And instead of into the fray, I took tenacity on Ahsoka because she was here for a good time, not a long time. And I went down to two vets and two Mark IIs, and I got get- two FDs. And right. I was just hedged out of points to where the rebel officer had to be a naked fleet trooper. Um. So obviously, I really value the the range five. I really value the the FD control that that you get from that. Um, being able to just lay down two FDs and control a couple quadrants of the map is so good. Um, it's so good and very underrated. I'm just saying. So I I like my flavor a little bit more. This has definitely got some more chrome. The other thing I would consider is I didn't take Reckless Diversion in my list. No. I took Push instead. Uh, um, I, uh, I can see that. I, I can understand. Yeah. Reckless orders Han and one other trooper. Right. Push let me set up fire supports, because yeah. Han and Ahsoka are so bad at setting up fire support. Ahsoka <laughs> can do it on her three pip. Han can do it on his three pip, sure. but you're never playing Han's three pip. That's fair. So yeah, I mean I can't argue having like having that. push that I could play like a turn two to set up fire supports with was super valuable. Um, granted, in like the twelve games I've now played with this my flavor of the list, I've only gotten the double fire support off of a Han gunslinger off once, but even setting up Chewbacca fire supports or a single Han fire support is still very worthwhile. Throwing four black, two red, sharp one, pierce two. Yeah, search crit. That's um, fair. So, so yeah, no, when, when this list popped up, I was like, I kind of chuckled to myself because I am playing something very similar just with a, with a, this is a very much more active version of the list I was playing with FDs, which is much more passive, but I also built mine intentionally passive to teach myself how to play passive, knowing that I'm going to start playing freaking Ewoks, who I think you have to play passive to the max until you don't. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I actually think, yeah, I think this list has got some good legs to it. I really do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Having critical 12 is never a bad <laughs> thing. Um, cause the only thing that doesn't have some flavor of surge to crit is the officer. Yeah. Uh, Ben, I think I, there's another list yeah. for you to read. Cause this is, this is up your there alley is. this time. So, and I was actually, I, I held on this because I was going to comment earlier about Tim and his bounty hunters because I need to figure out bounty hunters in my you own. You do. Oper- in my own. It's true. I really do. So this is called Forceless. It is General Grievous. Improvised orders, vigilance. See, up close and personal. DT Annihilator. See, 
Jan and I are also on very similar wavelengths here. <laughs> Cad Bane, Hunter Situational Awareness, Comms Relay, Prepared Supplies, Electro Gauntlets. Man, that's a lot of stuff on him. Uh, two <laughs> RPS, Situational Awareness and Tenacity, T-Series with Improvised Orders, and five naked battle droids. It is ten activations. It is seven ninety two. Um, you know, it's five you can, naked CIS battle droids. Can, so. Yeah, <laughs> CIS can always manage to find a bit. Uh, um, as a CAD fan, your CAD's too fat. Your CAD's yeah. too fat. That's what I'm thinking as well. I mean, CAD's... the only thing you drop, I think, is Hunter. Everything uh, else, I think, is fine. I don't know if you need prepared supplies in addition. I think. I think you can run I mean, him gauntlets, SA, and depending on your list comms relay, you don't always need comms relay on him. I think it depends on what your rest of your we, list is. But. We just had that conversation about crutches, and in this case, that prepared supplies feels like the crutch. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that may be and, true. Hold that on. And mean, duck and cover. You you always run duck and cover on Cad Bane. Come on. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you need duck and cover. That's, I that's okay. I, it gives you the extra dice. And extra suppression it, yeah. for your two pip. Can. Yeah. No, it's your extra suppression for your two pip as well. Boom. And I'm a guy who's not playing him, but even I know that. Yeah. <laughs> you always put duck and cover so. on, on Cad Bane. Always. I just know our local Cad Bane expert. Um, he does run duck and cover. Yeah. Uh, but he does. He will not leave home. It's His is duck and cover SA comms relay gauntlets. Um, yeah, I get that. That comms relay being able to give an order to your mag. Like he oh, just yeah. kind of has a magna run with yeah, him. Yeah. And that way Cad always gets his face up orders from his cards. Yeah. And two dodge tokens. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I listen. I like comms relay on him. I'm just thinking if, if you're worried about points, which yeah. this list isn't. But if you're worried about points, yeah, it's got eight, it's got eight yeah. points yeah, to yeah, spare. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and honestly, one thing I learned this weekend, like bidding, all bidding is kind of bad now because players are playing for this yeah. stalemate kind of tie game where nothing happens because when you get to the tippy top of a game like this. It's about being risk adverse, I, and so bidding is bad. I guess I don't think I completely agree <laughs> with that statement. Um, yeah, because I think if your battle deck is so strongly favoring, fla- yeah, favoring your kind of list, then and you get the bid, so you're playing your list the way you want. I think that's a huge leg up, and so it's like, okay, you want to play a gun line? Go ahead, play your gun line. I'm going to win. But that's fine. Like you, you go ahead, you sit back. I'm going to do what I want. Because I got to play with my battle deck the way I want to. So I, I think it depends on your list a lot. I think it's very list dependent. Uh, I also think so the better version before... of this list is Asajj Cat. But anyway. <laughs> oh, See, that's the other reason I've got to figure out my operatives here. I just, I, I know I don't do them well and it's something I need to go spend some time on. Although, actually, but wait. We talk about bids. Sorry, go... My CIS <laughs> list have never been able to maintain, like, body count. I'm going to lose. I'm going to shed 300 points at a minimum. Yeah. It just is the nature of the CIS. And so I could never come down to a game where nothing died versus nothing died. Yeah, that's fair. Um, a caveat to what I just said. I'm thinking about it, though. Because Grievous sets off the Magna Guard's retinue, that might mm-hmm. actually be better than Asajj Cad. I don't know. Grievous feels like the most controversial piece in the CIS right now because some people hate him some people love him I'm in the love him oh. camp well, I, yeah. I've always loved Nate, him yeah. Nathan's been playing and obviously he's he's better than I am because he beat me this weekend and many other he's been playing a list kind of similar to this um, double magna cad with Bosk and then this points he saves swapping Bosk to Grievous he gets heavies on his on, his, on a handful of his B1s yeah. 
I think that's it's super spooky. It's super that's spooky. Fair. Um, yeah. I mean, I've done the Naked Bee ones. I have. You just have to make sure you have heavy enough hitters. And I don't mm-hmm. know the Grievous Cad and two Magnas are heavy enough to offset no heavies in that. Yeah. I mean, because the list I posted earlier had, you know, Grievous and five B1s with heavies in there, which I feel like is enough damage to do the stuff. Yeah, that's fair. But I, again, I think I'd rather, the, the beauty of droid lists, I think I'd rather have repairs over B1 heavies or heals. Repairs or heals over the heavies. Heal, heal yeah. your big pieces, but I get it either I way. It. I do. I dig it. Yeah, I can I can dig it either way. I think both are appropriate. <laughs> so we do have one more piece of mail. We got a wonderful email from Tyler, a.k.a. Savar- Sarvak. Sarvak. The creator? Sarvak. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Good, good long-time friend of the yes, show. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I know your name. I just don't know how to say it. That's great. Tyler. <laughs> yes, got it. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> he said... Mm. Hello, guys. I wanted to drop a line and say how much I've been enjoying the podcast you've been doing. Tyler, you don't have to lie to us. It's okay. Anyway, I am also writing to ask for some advice. The three-foot good brawl, which I am T.O., is now officially a 32-man tournament. Congratulations, with possible expansion. So by the the time we're reading this, it could have expanded. Who knows? Uh, So congratulations. Yeah, it probably has, because this has been on our back burner for a while. But as my highest player tournament before this was the 22-man three-foot good brawl in 2022, what tips, tricks, or pointers do you have? I know you guys TO a lot and with high numbers and have done other local tournaments that seem to draw a crowd. So I'm looking for advice to help make this go as smoothly as possible. The format a single-day, four-round event, good for you. We are providing pizza for the attendees, but no lunch break to get the fourth round in, which I am a huge fan of. And he also even says in parentheses that this was determined by last year's attendees who filled out a survey. I'm all for that. I'm here for that. Yep. I love sure. big events. I love that you're listening to your people. Yep. yep. That's great. I mean, I do love that you're listening to your player base from previous years. You've got to take their – I mean, because they're the ones that show for your stuff. Yeah. I mean, you guys do. I don't know. I'm not the TO, the TO of the group at this juncture. I might become one who knows but <laughs> because of the scene up here. But I don't know. I think you have such a huge group, like making sure everyone is – up to date on all information is always the biggest one because some people always feel left out. So like making sure your deadlines are clear to me, that's the biggest one because people will be like, Oh, I didn't know that the lists were due at this time or this time. Like making sure everything is super, very clear. And like, these are the deadlines stick to your deadlines. I think as a TO, the most important thing you have to do, and you've kind of already exhibited that you're doing is a, you're listening to your players. And once make sure you've got your tables, you've got a plan for lunch, make sure you got a plan for prizes but once you show up on the day, I, hell, your job isn't even to make sure people follow the rules. Your job is to make sure everybody has a good time. Make sure everybody's laughing. Hang out by the tables that are getting a little bit grumbly. Give them a Snickers bar. Um, keep an eye on, on the players that might not be having a good time and make sure that you put them in, in positions to have a good time. Yeah. And just even from the way like Tim was talking about your communications – like embody the event that you want to be. Yeah. If your emails out to your players are very procedural, they're going to come ready to play procedural Legion. If you're embedding funny images and GIFs and cracking jokes in your communications and your promotion, then people are going to know what they're expecting. Your job is to make sure everybody shows up, walks away with a bunch of cool stuff and has a good time making sure and like showing up with pizza. That's a great way to do it. People don't have to leave. You're, you know, you're going to be pushing them, you know, for a long day. That's good to be able to to have stuff on deck um 
I would say if you're running a 32 plus man event, 16 is about as far as I like to go by myself. Um, yeah. If you're going to go up to 32, make sure you have <laughs> make sure you have somebody else to help yeah. you out. Uh, even if they're not super comfortable with the rules, that's fine. Get somebody that can operate, you know, your tournament software for you. Somebody that can that can just edit pairings and fix people's match slips and collect information and keep an eye on the clock. That way you can focus on just doing judge and line of sight calls. Yeah. Um Make sure you know your your little TO speech. I've got mine down to a science at this point uh, about setting clear That's expectations fine. from your players, what, what you want for the day. And once again, send the message of, of how you want your day to run. Um, it's, and, I find yeah. – because I've played the support role a lot more mm-hmm. in the past yeah, you do. two years. Yep. Uh, so part of it is, is you're the support guy. Your job is really is to help them have the fun and just to smooth wrinkles. Hey, I got that table for you. Not a problem at all. Oh, quick question. I got you. Hey, let's bring this up. I'm not quite sure. It's okay to say that and yeah. then bring it up to the rest of the room. I mean, normally you have enough experts there. who look, And at some point you got to make a decision, but that's what your head judge is for. Yep. It really is about can people have fun. And most of the time when we get there, like there's nothing – like Ryan and I didn't do anything. You had How many judge calls did yeah. you say you had all weekend? Eight uh, me personally, I had eight at Crucible <laughs> over two days. Yeah, I mean, how many um, did did you did we help Will Werner with at the Knoxville piece? Like, I, uh, I, I mean, was I had actually, four I was actually in the first busy game that day. Yeah, but they were, but they were also um, small and silly. Like they were. Yeah. Um, the the other thing is, and it kind of goes in line with while you're making sure everybody has a good time. Um, as a as a TO, not as a judge. As a judge, you kind of have to, but especially as a TO, I think it's even more important. You have to be firm with your players. Know your deadlines. Know when the rounds start. Know when they stop. Yes. Know when lunch is over. Know when the paint competition is. Um, I can't tell you how many events I've been to where the TOs are a little shaky, and they're kind of letting everyone rule by committee. Well, when do you guys want to be back for a right. lunch? Or when do we want to start round three? Yeah. Have a plan, communicate it and stick to it. Your players will thank yeah, you. You can do that for it an makes eight, the day s- eight person event, but like you yeah, get the big events. Absolutely. Yeah, you you got to stick to a plan. Um, what what you happens to your time to your spirals plan. out of control? It, it just it, spirals. And, and people get frustrated because they don't know whether they have time to go out and grab a smoke right. or buy a water right, bottle right. or they got to be right next to their next game and they're going to be late and their opponent's already picked the side of the table and they don't want to make their uh, opponent pack up and move to the other side. Uh, here's <laughs> my other uh, – uh, well, this this matters a little bit less because you don't have a lunch break, but I'm just throwing this out there. Mm-hmm. I am really a fan. Jordan did this at Crucible and it was lovely. Please, if you can – Pair before your lunch break or pair during your lunch break. Yes. And so that way players coming yeah. in know exactly where they're going. And it's fun, like lunch conversations, like, oh, I'm playing so-and-so, I'm playing so-and-so. Again, I know this event, you said there's no real lunch break, but still, it's just nice to be able to work. There, there will still be a longer break in between sure, yeah, a yeah. round for people to consume pizza. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. not enough time to wander out and get lost and not come exactly. back. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, the big the big thing is, like Tim talked about, be be clear, be concise with your communication and just make sure everybody has a good time. The, the Legion is is secondary. And then have a plan afterwards. Know where you're going to get drinks and dinner after. That is huge. Absolutely huge. You don't have to make it a big thing. You don't have to reserve a table for 32. But know where you're going to go. So when your players ask us, hey, what's the plan after? Our answer is always Schultzbrow. We know we're going to Schultzbrow after the mm-hmm. event. And part of it is because the, the, the seating for that place is open enough. You don't yeah. have to have all the same tables. You can kind yeah. of nope. you know be around the room. 
and we know everybody's going to go there, get a and have a good time, yeah. and and be able to find a vibe that fits them. And some not everybody goes with us, and that's yeah. fine. But there there is a plan, and there's not that forty five minutes of meandering around the game store after figuring out where everybody's yeah. going. Yeah. Yep. And normally this is on a Saturday night, so trying to find dinner for a large enough crowd of people is a little hard. To be real honest, yep. so you have to be very careful with how you set that up. Yeah. Uh, I will and this tell event you is going. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll put uh, them up. Well, prize support. And it yep. does not have to be fantastic. Nope. It doesn't have to nope. put you thousands of dollars in debt. No, no, no. Nope. Little sure silly does. things have been the best uh, prize supports I've ever offered. Well, honestly, 6F has – I think they still have – they have like little tournament starter kits. Like, And it's just like – they're little yep. piddly things, but they're still cool things. You can be like, I won this here. And that's always the biggest question I get asked. is like, oh, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? And it's actually – now that I've – at this stage of my life – I do think I was good at Legion at one point. I don't know if I have the patience to be good at it again. <laughs> I, I think I have the skill set. I don't think I have the patience. But anyway, to practice the same list over and over again, I'm saying. But anyway, point being is I just like getting cool little things. And so like it's really fun to be like, oh, where'd you get that? Oh, I got that in Vegas. I got this in Texas. I got this yeah. in Florida. Like it's just neat. It's just cool. We've, like I was was really sad that I didn't get the prize support from going to the Crucible. Sure, sure. And I know it wasn't a lot, but it was little pieces. But no, I know it, was, it was all a dark lot. cards. Yeah, it was, a lot. It was a ton of stuff. well, yeah. and what's funny <laughs> is you know what? It actually really hit me at Crucible. Funny enough, because they, you know, one of the things Jordan gave out was some of those uh, wood uh, deployment markers. Deployment markers. Yeah, deployment markers with the felt bottoms, which were really nice. I got some from LSO as well, and then I also have some clear plastic or translucent plastic ones from LVO. And so like I was putting these all on the board because we played, uh, I played hemmed in at one point. And so like I'm using all my markers and I'm like, wow, this is really neat. Like I have three different tournaments represented here on my board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's super cool. But I mean, I bought a really cheap Han Solo and Carbonite ice cube maker, like ice cube tray, silicone, which I then for a salt event, we just made a whole bunch of salt licks. Yep. It was we made silly. Silly. amazing, but it was absolutely honestly worthwhile. feel free to steal this. Uh, my favorite prizes for Legion that we've done, and people still talk about them to me with me today, is we'll go and get Funko Pops and spray paint them gold and silver and hand yep. them out. People love yeah. that stuff. I will go find the on sale ones, not the valuable ones. Calm down, yeah, yeah. oh god, no. Um, I mean, uh, but for for fall, my favorite prize that we've ever done. Oh, I know where this is going. Yes, I don't think Tim. Um, yes, I remember the it. pumpkins. I remember it. I was there. <laughs> We bought a, we went to Walmart yep. and got a whole bunch of pumpkins and we painted them as different characters from Star Wars for their X-Wing best in pa- faction prizes. Yep. And uh I'm going to say my my pumpkin stole it when I wrapped a pumpkin in toilet paper and made a Dengar. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> I do remember the Dengar pumpkin was highly sought after. I mean, and everyone fought to the right. nail for them. That's right. Like I, we we were doing it's all X wing for a lot of this little stuff that I bought, but it was like yep. Amazon deals. What can I find for five bucks a piece? And one of it was like punk the uh, Funko Pops of all the band members. So mm-hmm. it was you know I, that all worked. I bought Hot Wheels cars one time. I found a whole bunch of cheap action figures like their arms would fall off. I don't know remember why, but you know, like I said, yeah. their Gungan showed up for that one. Yeah. It's little, it's little, oh, yeah. it's little ch- cheesy stuff that puts a smile on people's faces. Um, I- we did inflatable Will, lightsabers one time. Like, yep. was, oh, that's hold on. The, Will for our last sci-fi store championship yeah. did an amazing job with his bounty board. Yeah, um, yes, he did. where he had like weird, random prizes that you could do from trying to do weird things, and people took that into so much consideration. Into the they built lists sure. to earn these achievements. Yeah. Yes, it did. Oh yeah, uh, well, I will say one of the other cool crucible things that I love, and I, I love this, 
it's a full like metal that it's got a pumpkin on it. It's just a cool metal pumpkin. Mm-hmm. It looks like a la uh, like a New Hope medal kind of thing, which he had a New Hope medal too oh, nice. for for best sportsmanship. He did, which is also a great thing. I highly recommend doing that as well. I'll never earn it, but that's yep. okay. But you know, yeah, you <laughs> the orange pumpkin was so cool. It's like, oh, cool! I get a metal a metal necklace. Like this is great. I love this. Do you know who did win our best sportsmanship award at Crucible? Um, Team? I I do, but I forget. We all look, when the name was announced, we all looked at each other and said, "What the hell?" Uh, congrats to best sportsman of the weekend, Mike Cirillo? Question yeah. mark. That's, yeah. <laughs> he can lose with grace. He loses with grace. He can be just as salty <laughs> as me sometimes, though. Yeah, but not that event. He was great at that event. He was he was very chill. A mellow weekend. Yeah. A mellow weekend for him. Exactly. And he made it all the way too. So we were all we all exchanged confused glances. He, he got his invite too. So there you go. He did. He did. Well done. Yes. Sir. I will tell you one of the best things I ever got in Atlanta at one of their tournaments had a big deal downtown CNN Tower area was they gave away shield tokens that looked like Coca Cola bottle tops. Mm, that's cool. Like it was just acrylic. Now, granted, big acrylic was there, not to name drop, but you know, big acrylic was in the building, and so <laughs> they cut true. a deal. But uh, like I said, it was just cute things like that. Yeah. One of the best prizes I ever got from the Florida Man Group, I think, may have been the Force Power beers. Sure, that may have been now, Florida Man. We, we say all this and chuckle about days of yore. But it's because these little dinky prizes we remember. Yeah. And it, it they're just little keepsakes for your players to kind of bring this conversation back around. They're not they're they're not gonna remember two weeks after their game what the what the tables looked like or what their battle cards were, or maybe even their opponents lists. But what they are gonna remember is the beer afterwards, the dinner afterwards, the the little prizes they walked away with, the trash talk, and and that's the stuff that that you as a TO need to put your attention I, on. The games, the players will take care of themselves. They'll yes. make sure they play good Legion. Um, you got to just build that support structure to to let them have the tools to be able to do that and to be able to remember it, so they come back year after year after year. I mean, last episode I talked about how uh, the captain Chris. Printed me a 3D mm-hmm. uh, CIS trophy. Yeah. The first yeah. time he lost the head, if like it broke and fell off. So he just spray painted it gold with no head. It's Dooku with no head. Like it works perfectly. Yep. And then the second time I got a full bodied one. So now I have both young Dooku and dead Dooku. So I, I tr- they're sitting on my mantle, or my mantle, it's on my bookshelf in my living room right you now. You need to break his arms. <laughs> you need to cut off his hands. So make it, make it le- uh, movie accurate. <laughs> if you are anywhere near Davenport, Iowa on sept on excuse me, on Saturday, October twenty second, oh, you guys Ooh, should totally go to the three foot good yeah, brawl. Excellent. Uh fall brawl and uh, and have a good time and tell them the stabcast yeah. sent you. Three foot good or is also know. good people too. I've uh they're they're played great against people. them before, yeah. met with them a couple times. They're they're good good dudes. Yeah. For sure. Well Jim, I think right. that that's, feels like a show. That's a show. Yeah, yeah, we we cleared out our mailbag until we get to more January. We cleared out the mailbag that we wanted to. We'll There's see. some hidden stuff in there that yeah. we don't want to talk about. <laughs> <or some laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, yeah. we're going to end under two hours. So, uh, you know, that's uh, that's always yeah, a plus. That. Uh, huge thanks to, to Jordan for putting on Crucible True. and facilitating a good weekend. I can't say enough nice True. things about your events. Um, I think the next big event that we're, at least I'm going to, I think Tim's going to be there. Are we going to PAX? I will actually, ironically, I'll be back in Florida. <laughs> wonk, I'll be wonk. going to. All right, you can come hang out with me at PAX, people. I'll be going to Disney to um, go see Star Wars in real life. So there you go. <laughs> oh, that seems lame. Um, I, mean, I know you've already mean, talked about this on the other podcast, Tim. I know, I know you played Lorcana while you're down there, right? Uh, you and the missus got some games in? No, I didn't, but I'm going to bring my deck for next time, for this time. 
I meant to bring my deck this last time. So yeah. <laughs> the game will be dead by then. It'll be That's fine. Very yeah. not true, but okay. <laughs> Probably not. Probably anyway. <laughs> Wait, so what did uh, Abby for... do while you were playing in the hotel? Sorry, I know I'm distracting. I, and I said we you are. You are. I'm trying to end the show and she get us out before two hours. But... <laughs> oh, no, she yeah. did? She's hung out. Single letter. She's a strong, independent yeah. woman. She doesn't need it's no true. Tim. Single letter, Ryan, man. Well, I know she doesn't need Tim. That was the entire point of their wedding. We were all surprised <laughs> by that. That's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she said the words. <laughs> it was like a trick. We were like, huh, look at her do her that. fingers weren't crossed. Just tied herself to that rock like a chain and anchored. That's fair. We all drowned together. Speaking of Tim drowning, thanks for listening to us uh, wherever you happen to in paint land or drive time land or sitting at your desk board land. I don't know what you do with your life. Uh, until next time, I'm Ryan Slavosky reminding you that uh, range four gun lines are, are pretty good right now. They're, 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 God, they're pretty they're solid. They're fine. Uh, I'm Tim Hannon reminding you that the Rochester Raiders are coming. The Rochester Raiders are, are rising. Ooh. And so there you go. Is that a, a fourth New York football team that isn't going to play in New York? God, they'd be, they they'd be better than the damn Giants. <laughs> Let me tell you, Daniel Jones, you son of a bitch. I'm Ben Fowler reminding you the summer streaks have to come to an end, like episodes where I talk about games that I've played or my fantasy football Legion League. I came down. God. I've lost my first game now. I finally won a game. I have such a streak going. I was, I was 0-3, oh, so I finally won one. Hooray. <laughs> I don't forget it. I was 3-0 and, and lost the most recent one, yeah. so... By 20 points. These defensive players throwing up a ton of points have been rocking my You know who didn't do here, well? So. Daniel Jones. You son of a... We paid you $160 million to look confused in the locker room. You won a game I, and you look I, confused. You schmuck. Is, but I actually think we'll get more listeners out of this because Tim's not wrong. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good Sorry, night, everybody. Yelled over him. It's fine. <laughs> That's, that's a glorious thing about multi-track editing. Yes. <laughs> we'll never hear it. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Statcast, the Sons for Your Tactical Attack Brigade Star Wars Legion podcast. <laughs> I should, I, 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 Glad you can at least crack yourself up, Tim. Well done. We made it twenty seconds in. I don't. I don't even know who you and got. And the idea to. of phonics <laughs> is funny to Tim because I realized as we started that I was like, "Oh, I didn't change the intro. I forgot to change my intro." <laughs> when do you ever change the intro from whatever Ben puts it as? Oh God, I forgot. I was going Oh man, I don't even know. All right, I mean, right. it's a pretty good intro for you. I feel uh, like it's you know, it's, I, I it's, the room pretty hard. It's, it's a solid four and a half out of ten. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's a it's, yeah, it's but pretty it fits low well effort. to the character of us. It's oh, oh super low effort. I mean, it took me thirty fair. seconds. All right, based on a Taylor Swift meme that I saw from this weekend of her watching <laughs> football. So you know, oh, it fits. It fits. If it sits, we fit. If it fits, we sits. There you go. All right. Yeah, we <clears throat> do know you will read what we put in front of you. So I fine. know. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a man of the page. I follow a script. All right, go <clears throat> fudge yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <sighs>